Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats, I had Hey Arnold, I was playing my Game Boy. It worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me. You know Hi, Jilly. Hi, Chelsea. Welcome to another episode of Worked For 90s Kids. This is our sort of like last official one of spooky season. It is. We've got a surprise for you on Halloween. Which hopefully everyone will love. Yeah, it's... um. So we'll have like a bonus episode, but next week we're going to kind of like ease into a new transitional segment before we get to Christmas. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So um, we have one more spooky episode today. But before we do all that nonsense, Julie, you want to plug our social media stuff? Yes. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at worked for 90 kids 90 s You can slide into our DMs at WorkedFor90sKids at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook group that we made so that you guys can sort of chat about what's going on with the episodes. Let us know if you have any ideas or suggestions. Especially for, like, whack or all that. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys. Like, what do you remember? What do you remember that you love or you hate from the 90s that you want us to discuss at great length? Yeah. At great length. Excruciating detail. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, girl, yes. Cool. Nice plug. How's your week been? Uh, my week has been great so far. Good. I... So we sat, so it was Indigenous People's Day. We had Monday off, and on Sunday, Adam and I went away. We traveled very far to, Sar- to, Saratoga. to Saratoga. It's a hot, thirty-minute drive. Um, yeah, we dropped the kids off with their grandparents. My sister Gabby came over to watch Ryder. Adam and I went to Saratoga for the night, and it was awesome. That's awesome was much needed you feel like you reconnect and all that yeah stuff. yeah the only problem with going away for just a night is all of a sudden the night's over and yeah you're sad that it's over i know that's why I, i'm like you got to do two yeah you're right and i was like mm, that seems excessive but then at 1 a.m i looked at the clock and realized it's 1 a.m and we have to get the kids in the like less 11. than 12 hours yeah this is disappointing yeah. but it was such a fun night and we went to this restaurant for the first time called um osteria danny was it good? Cannot recommend it enough. In Saratoga? Yes. There was something on the menu for everybody. Like, Adam hates seafood. I'm obsessed with it. And we just left there with, like, full bellies and full, full hearts. Full bellies, full hearts. <laughs> full bellies, full hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, Love yeah. It. And then, what else? And then yesterday and today, I went into the office, which was fine, which was, you know, wasn't bad. And, uh... Now here I am with you. Yeah, girl. How was your week going? Well, it's been good. Um, I hung out with you on Friday before your night away. Or was what it did Saturday? We, we went to Kate's house. Oh, that's right. That was Saturday. Oh, my God. How could I forget? It was so fun. For the love. That was so much fun. So much fun. Chelsea and I were out until 1 a.m. Yeah, and I... Accidentally. 100% <laughs> accidentally. I was telling Josh the next day. I was like, all right. So I got there late because I had worked all day. And I got there at like 8 and I was tired and my food schedule had been off because I had been driving all over all day and working all day. And I'm like, two glass max, out by 10. Okay. (laughs) 10 o'clock rolls around and I'm like, well, I'm having a great time. Right. 11 Mm o'clock. And you know what? People left at 11. 
but I could have easily just snuck out the door at 11 been like yeah me too Right. And I was like, all right, I'll just finish this glass. And then before I knew it, it was 1 a.m. Listen, this is what I was happens. like, yikes. Every time Adam and I hang out with Kate and or Tyler, her husband, this is what inevitably happens. Trouble. Never Trouble. on purpose, always accidentally. And the next day, it's always like, wow, that was a lot of fun. But wow, I am paying for it today. But be- oh, yeah. because I was going to Saratoga the next day with Adam, he was like, I don't care. Don't drink too much. You're going to regret it if you do. And then the next morning he was like, I don't want to hear any complaints. I was like, I'm not complaining about anything. I feel great. I feel great. But to my credit, I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning and popped three Advil. And then went right back to bed. (laughs) I can't, like, I I do not like to get to drink that much like we did on Saturday night. That was, like, beyond my comfortable quota. I'm telling you, it's because because of Kate. It was so fun. What a terrible influence you are. We had way too much fun. How dare you? How dare you be so much fun? It's true. It was a great time. And she's got a great great group of friends that are also a lot of fun. Yeah. Everybody, it felt like my group of friends. I know. You know what I mean? I I loved it. Mm -hmm. You were the only person I really knew. I know. I mean, I met Kate a few times. but Right. But yeah. In the realm of like knowing. And that's one of my, that's one of my favorite things about you, Chelsea. About me? Yeah. Like you just, and Kate too, both of you are very like. Go with the flow. You are happy in whatever situation you're put in. Oh, like, thanks, Jillian. You don't need to, like, be BFFs with everybody in order to feel comfortable in the That's social really situation. That's a nice thing to say. Well, it's true. You're so, so sweet. Hand clap to you and Kate. Oh, wow. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was super fun. Um, and then today I did a lot of work for my mini sessions. And Tell so, us. Yeah. I, um, so every year I like to design a set. For Christmas minis, Chelsea's a photographer. For those yeah, of you if that you don't guys know. didn't know, that's my my real career. This is my passion project, but Ugh, um, I, love it. I love it. So yeah, and this happens to me every single year. Now that you've been a part of this, what is this your third or your fourth year helping yes. me through this process? <laughs> um, I always have a moment of like sheer panic where I've decided that the set I'm going to build is beyond my capabilities of building or something's going to go wrong or it's not going to match my vision or whatever. And so I definitely felt that way this morning. And then after spending a few hours up there and starting to actually like build it and putting it together, I crossed that line from like, this isn't going to happen to, oh my God, it's going to happen, you know? And so, (laughs) so that was a good feeling and spent time with my kids and now I'm spending time with you. So... So is your set going to be up like until after your minis are over and done with? Yeah, I'm I'm because of COVID this year, I'm doing it very differently. Yeah. Like I'm doing it in the more um Okay, so since I might cut this out, but since you know my set, you know how I usually do it on the paper? Yes. On that side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this year I'm doing it on the complete other side of the studio. Where that bed was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not using anything soft so oh, that I can wipe, wipe everything all down. the yes. um, stuff down in between. Okay. And um, because people's schedules are so flexible and because I'm, I, like, I'm leaving it up the whole time. Like usually I studio share with somebody and we right. rotate weekends. But this year we just decided to take like different zones That's smart. of the studio yeah. and just leave it up the whole entire time. And so that way I can like see people on Mondays or, you know, like sneak them in. Yeah. If they don't, if they're not comfortable with coming on like a high traffic day, they can come. That's really good. On a different day. So, yeah. And I found like spray Lysol, like the actual like, shh, you know what yes. I mean? That oh, stuff. that's right. Chelsea yeah. sent me, whenever we find like 
Clorox wipes or Lysol or anything like that at Target, we immediately text to the other text person. to the other person, and we'll be like, "This is in Latham." Because Jill and I live like less than a mile from Target. It's guys, I cannot recommend living within a mile of Target more. Neither can I. I truly, mean, it is life changing. It really is. It it really is life changing, and that it's so close to home that like after I drop Holland off at school and come home, it only makes sense right. to do a loop. Right, and so. I'll just go in to see if they have Clorox wipes. Right. Literally. Like, like that's even if it. you don't need anything, I'll just anything, walk like, in to be just, like, eh, nope, just okay, pop bye. pop my head in and, yeah. like, say hi to my Target peeps. Right. Because you know everyone. I mean, but at this point, like, we've recognized people. Yeah. It's really sad. They probably recognize us, too. Uh, they have to. Although they sometimes I wish they didn't. Oh, my God. I know. Like, that girl's here again. <laughs> <laughs> really? She was here this morning. Why is she back? <laughs> because. But I'm always back. I'm always back. Yeah. Because I need to pick up another sweatshirt <laughs> for myself. Right. So I'm, I'm, anyways, after finding those bottles, I've now, like, that was the, the missing piece of my COVID puzzle. Was I know the, it sounds was the silly. Spray Lysol? Yeah. Yeah, I know but as sounds, a business owner like, and for what you do. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was like, I want people to feel comfortable this year. I want them to, I want them to be able to witness me. Or I was going to ask, I mean? are you going to spray it in front of them? Yes, because I think it's you important should. that they yeah. know. Be like, I already sprayed this, but I'm going to spray I'm it, do it again. do it again real quick. Yeah. And then I'm doing like a couple other rules this year too, because my set is like a kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing like, bring your own treat. Oh, that's you know what I mean. Smart. So then I don't have to deal with like allergies yes. or like whatever the parents yes. want to bring for them yes. to pretend that they're baking. Yes, oh, they that's can genius. do. So oh, and wow. you don't have to like make it. You can go to Publix right. and buy a. Right. You know oh, what I, I mean like or whatever. Like that's really smart. It doesn't matter, but. So yeah, that's what I've been up to today, and obviously it's heavy on my mind. <laughs> so, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> but um, yeah, good week. Good, awesome. I the colors it. are beautiful right now, right? Oh my god, I did not appreciate upstate New York as much as I do this year. I don't know what it's it is. So beautiful. Maybe because this year. I'm closer to my 40s than my to turning 40 than I was turning 30. Maybe I've crossed over since I'm 36 now. But I looked out the window recently and I thought, oh my god, just look at that array of colors. And then I had to stop myself and ask myself whether or not this is a sign of old age i should probably stop whopping in the middle of vineyards well vineyard fields no that's a balance <laughs> it's called balance it's called sweetie. Balance. Look, it sweetie up. look it up okay <laughs> yes i'm whopping in vineyards i'm also admiring the foliage but on i'm a also Tuesday admiring the fo- my foliage tea. right well i have my coffee in my hand and i just go oh it's good to have land it's good to be alive <laughs> it's good to have land <laughs> Short. Oh, I love it. Ugh. That's whack, Jill. Speaking of. How dare you? Should, should we, we slide into our next segment? Let's slide on in. All right, guys. You know the drill. Whack or all that. We're going to talk about something that had its heyday in the 90s. Whether or not we think it should stay there or come back. Chelsea, what's your whack or all that? I'm ready. Um, okay. We talked about this at Kate's house on Saturday, and I looked at you and said, "You did gonna discuss this." I can't remember what it was, but I remember this look. Do you remember when parents used to send their children in to drugstores to buy them cigarettes? That's right. Oh my god! I completely forgot about it. (laughs) And then when I heard it, I was like, "All right." So my dad was a smoker when I was a kid, but I never bought him cigarettes, not even one time. Mm -hmm. But I had a friend. Who in high school, which was not the 90s anymore, but this this did happen in the 90s. Oh, yeah. We would walk 
from his house to 7-Eleven to, to buy his fr- mom's from cigarettes. From your friend's house yeah. to 7-Eleven to buy his mom's cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, my God. At, like, 15. And did the 7-Eleven people know, like... They didn't even, like, flinch. They just were like, oh, okay. Was he and like, do you remember my mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh but nobody would They're say like, anything. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen her before. That's nice You're of like, you to do that. Remember cigarette machines in restaurants? <gasps> I forgot about those. I mean, I, I don't think those had their heyday in the 90s, per se. They're I definitely think that was... not around anymore. No, God, no. No. Oh, my God. But I remember them being at restaurants. Yeah, right? Like a fucking, like, a vending machine. Back when you used to be able to smoke in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And and bars which we've talked about before yeah i think that was actually on our, our first, first episode yeah we were like remember just smoking oh inside. this is the smoking section you can tell because but someone told literally the story no partition. on saturday yeah. and their story was then i had to go get my mom's cigarettes <laughs> and we were like oh my so god I remember funny. when that was a thing uh, i remember doing that once i walked was down your mom a smoker no my mom wasn't but um her ex was okay and i went down to the corner store the bodega, bodega. in the south bronx you guys are you familiar i grew up in the south bronx um and where are you from south bronx oh. have you heard of it um so yeah i remember walking down there and unbeknownst to me he was behind me watching me because i was probably like seven or eight and i thought i was so cool going down there like to buy by myself to buy cigarettes and also to buy myself a bag of wise potato chips yes sour cream and onion was my flavor of choice as a kid uh more do you remember same. the wise potato chips like yeah the little you bat- just bought them for us this summer i still have a whole bunch in my garage i did well adam did he replaced our um our like chip basket, our poolside chip oh, basket. Oh, that's so nice of him. And he went to Sam's Club and brought a whole pack of. I had nothing wise to do with that. I take zero credit. My husband's very thoughtful. He's very thoughtful. I guess I'm just a selfish bitch. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I love you anyway. No, just you animal. No, I you. <laughs> but yes, I remember that. I remember doing that. So that's a whack. Straight up whack. Also illegal. Completely illegal. <laughs> Can I tell you like a sidebar story? Yes, always. That it's semi-related but not. Okay, so this is like one of my favorite stories about my dad that he told me. Um, so when my dad was a teenager, the drinking age was 18. Mm-hmm. And so he would always go up to the corner store and just buy beer because oh they God. just assumed he was 18. Did I tell you this story? Are you remembering? I am remembering. And I think you might have told me when we were going through all those old pictures. Yeah, yeah. So the year my dad was turning legally 18, even though he had illegally been buying beer from this same corner store for years, yes. they officially changed the legal drinking age to 21. Like, yes. horrid timing, right? Yes. So my dad, being the genius that <laughs> the... Genius. Ma- yeah, what? Well, What's the word? This is next level Maniacal. thinking. Like yeah, we're is... living in like 1985, and your dad's living in like 2050. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh mean, yeah, he this is. is. This is brilliant. Okay, so and this he's is like... before like you could do this online. Like yeah, or easily by. Oh my god. So this was not an easy task. He probably did it at school, like when he should have been in math class or something <laughs> in like the computer lab. We'll but have anyways. to ask Lori to confirm. <laughs> yes. How, of what exactly went? What down. exactly went down? All right. So he's turning 18. But the legal drinking age just got changed to 21. Mm -hmm. So he prints out a flyer, just one, that says, come to Mark's 21st birthday party (laughs) on this date 
and when he's casually buying beer in the store, <laughs> hands the guy the flyer to the guy and is like, "Hey, you should come to my twenty first birthday party." Like he knew he wasn't gonna knowing come. Knowing he wouldn't show up. Knowing he wouldn't show up. Right. I don't even know if there was a party. To be honest, that's oh like God. a mystery. I don't know if there was a party or if he just made a flyer being like, "Then he come shows to up my to party. the party," and your dad's like, "It got canceled. It got Thanks canceled, buddy. Sorry about myself." Yeah, and so then he was like, and he never asked me for my ID ever again. Oh. <laughs> well, he never asked for it to begin with, and then he well, didn't right, but then you it. think he probably Amazing. would have after right. he right. would have had to be like, right? We all know you're 18, but are you 21? I could get in trouble. Like, actually, I'm 17. Right? Exactly. Can you imagine? Oh my god. I I love it. I love it. <laughs> Listen, Mark, you are a genius. He's a legend in his own mind, but it's fine. I adore him. He's a legend <laughs> in my mind too. The captain. <laughs> the captain, Kathy. Um. So yeah. It's whack. It is whack. I love your dad. But my dad is all that. I, your dad is all that. And his thinking, outside the box thinking, and he's like, I'm not going to bring you a problem. I'm going to bring you a solution. That's management material. And that, you, management material. And he now owns, you know, a moving company and is like the CEO. He's, I don't have you now, but he's the CEO. Of a moving company. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good job, Mark. So my whacker all that this week. They're ankle breakers. Ankle breakers. The Skechers sandals that were like platform sandals. Oh, my God. With the oh elastic my God. on the top. But you're talking the ones that were flip-flops. And yeah. And like this thick. And yes. it's like standing on the foam blocks we buy our children now. Yes. With like the spandex that like wrapped around the top of your foot. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'd like to go on record and say I never owned a pair. You know, but I was jealous of people Did you have the Steve Madden did. ones, though? No, I didn't own them at all. Okay, I did have Did a I pair. say Skechers? I meant Steve Madden. My You're bad. talking about the classic, because I have yes. seen the ones that like Britney Spears the wore that cl- they were yes. like this thick yes. and they were flip-flops. Yes. But you're talking about the black. The black Steve with the black Madden. strap like that was like the, the thickness of like the palm of your hand that went over the top of your foot. Listen, I had a pair and I loved them. I bet you did. Oh, my chiropractor, this is what reminded me of this. She commented on something on one of our posts, and she was like, oh, my God, I had these sandals. Like, she was talking about the 90s in general. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, those are awful. And she goes, I know. They're terrible for you. And, of course, as a chiropractor now, she's like, they're really awful for you. But I definitely owned a pair. Oh, how funny. <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, yeah, bad for you. I was jealous of my friends who had them. It was definitely, like, one of the first trends yes. that I uh, jumped on. Yeah, jumped on, and I remember my mom had a pair, and I really wanted a pair. Does she still have a pair? I bet she does. Maybe like a lower platform. I've got to tell you, because the closet, the shoe closet in her house, they could still be in there, honestly. There's a lot of things in there. Oh, my God. I'll have to look, but I definitely owned a pair. I definitely loved them. They made a very loud flip-flop noise oh, yes. when you walked because yes. you were bringing, like, a brick up to you. It was like, thum, And thum. there was really nothing as satisfying as that flip-flop noise as you're, like, walking down the hall. Yeah. Okay. Did you own them in, like, the classic black? 
Yes. Okay. I had they were Steve Madden black. Yes. I saw a meme once that was like, if you wore these shoes, it's time for an eye care routine or something. Wow. That like like it's time for an eye cream. Yeah. yeah that is accurate. It made me laugh. I was you like, know what, yeah. guys? PSA. You should start wearing eye cream when you're like twenty. Let me tell you something. Actually, Jillian no. I is take the that... queen of skincare. If Listen, you have guys, any skin care questions slide into my dm she is the girl Ugh. i'm like a toddler i used like cetaphil on my face up until i met you it's true and then i was like chelsea this is what you should be doing and then a week later she was like oh my, my god it's so funny my skin doesn't feel tight mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels healthy or like no, the but... clean and clear one that literally like smelled like chemicals when you put it on how your face? about the saint ives apricot scrub that like every girl oh my speaking gosh. of Peach, apricot apricot yeah right? speak yeah speaking of this will have to be my whacker all that next week. That scrub needs to go to hell and stay there forever. Did you it's ever accidentally your wash your vagine with the apricot scrub? Um, no. It's a bad idea. I will tell you a funny story about washing certain areas in a second. Um, I know. Did you think this was going to go this direction, guys? Probably not. Eh, we're like eight <laughs> episodes in at this point. But also, I think <laughs> like what I said. Eye creams are overrated unless they target like a very specific problem. Okay. Most of the time, you can just use whatever. If you have a good moisturizer, just use that. Do you want to know what you and Erin Muller told me? What? Is that Erin Muller is a local... She's an esthetician. Esthetician, who I adore. And she's beautiful and has she's, amazing skin. It's gross. <laughs> she's <know>. so pretty. <laughs> um, she said the most important part of your skincare routine is the serum. The, yes. like, oil Accurate. that you put on your face, which seems insane because I'm like, yes. what? I'm sorry, what? She's like, if you spend money on one thing, it should be, it should serum. be the serum. Yes. That goes on. And she like, said everything first. else could be fucking a vino. It's true. Like, whatever, like, your serums are important. Like, your anti-aging serums, your sun-protecting serums. Like, vitamin C in the morning, guys. If you can afford a good vitamin C serum, put that on in the morning and then put on your SPF on top. And if you're not wearing SPF 24 hours a day, seven, well, not 24 hours a day, sorry. If you're not Very wearing much. SPF, like, every day of every, like, every month of the year, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Jill and I joke around that she's like the mom in our relationship because she's so much more mature than me and has like measuring cups and eye serums and stuff. And Chelsea's uh, like, I have a baby bottle. That that's has enough, right? It's got ounces, ounces on, on the it. side. And guess what? We made it work. <laughs> but getting back to washing your private areas. So remember when I had surgery and I was so excited about it? Yeah. So they give you this soap to wash your body oh, with no. beforehand. Oh, no. no. I know that I didn't soap. do anything wrong. Oh, okay. But when they give you the soap. The antiseptic soap, Yeah, the right? antiseptic yeah, yeah, yeah. soap. They're like, the night before your surgery, you're going to use half of this. And then the morning of your surgery, you're going to use the other half. They're like, don't use it on your face. Don't use it on your hair. And the lady goes, and don't use it on your parts. And if you do, you'll know. And I was like, wow, that is, that's frightening. I will not use it anywhere near my parts. We have the antiseptic wash in our home 24-7 because of Josh. So does he use that on like? On his limbs, on his amputated limbs oh, he every, single every single time. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Wow. And I use that on my feet. Will because... he have to do that forever? Mm-hmm. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, is that what Jackson once washed your whole bathroom with? Yes. I love it. Yeah. He's like, you know what? My parents are busy. I'm going to clean the bathroom. The whole bathroom (laughs) with it. It smelled clean. It was, we were like, well, you know, we've been meaning to clean the bathroom. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Thank you, darling. Life with my lovely Jax. All right. So here's what I have to tell you about Steve Madden shoes. Okay. I'm excited. Oh, you've got facts? No. I have to tell you it's whack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I saw you were grabbing your notepad like oh, no, I'm just, you were going to you know, tell me the pages. No, those shoes, those sandals are whack. And you know what? 
Quite frankly, all flip-flops are whack. I wear them 24-7. They're terrible for you. I don't care. I'll wear them till the day I die. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to give. The, I, I'm going to go against the grain and say all that because I'm not even acting like if they didn't have them right now, I wouldn't buy wow, them. Wow, would you wear them? Oh, my God. Okay. Do you know about me and my footwear? Tell me more. I don't give a shit. Like, my the only reason I've ever owned anything remotely adult mm-hmm. when it comes to feet is, is because, because another wedding? adult has bought it for me. Oh, really? Like, I just don't care. I just okay. don't care. Like, So what do you wear in the winter when it's cold out? Uggs that I've had for eight years. But don't, but you did just get a pair of like salt. Well, like last the, year I the got the boots. LL beans, but that was that was strictly out of uh, necessity. Yeah, okay. not fashion. I was like, but also fashion. Well, it worked out yeah. in my favor that it's <laughs> on trend. But I really was like, okay, because you know we moved into this house and we have a driveway now, and my husband's a double amputee, and so I'm like, I'm the snow bitch. Are you telling me that you didn't own a good pair of like winter boots before That's last exactly year? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Oh my god, Chelsea. I just wore my Uggs and then they would get soaking wet. And then your and feet then would get cold. My feet would get cold and, and I'd be like, well that sucks. Speaking of Uggs, they're wear my not rain a boots. Product. I would wear my rain boots. Okay, well rain boots with like a thick pair of socks. Okay, fine. Like a really nice That's thick pair of socks. That's what I wear to weddings. But let me tell you something. What? Uggs are another thing. Ugg boots like have no place in the Northeast. Um, you're right. Because our yeah. our winters are wet and slushy. They are not. Yeah, those are fashion statements. They are not meant to. Yes, exactly. Like but the Ugg you... slippers. I will. All I will. That. Yes, I own a pair. Adam owns a pair. They are the best things ever. Ever. But don't waste your money on the boots. They're dumb. You know what happened to me every time I had a pair of Ugg boots? They I got, got a hole in the toe. In the toe? Every time. Huh. Every time. I mean, mine have that, like, line, the salt wet line. Oh, sure, sure, you know sure. What I mean? But, like, I don't know if I have, like, sharp toes. I mean, I keep my nails trimmed. I don't know what was happening huh, every that's time. That's interesting. So what am I going to do? Throw a patch on it? Then that's going to look really fucking wet. Yeah. No, that's it's got to go. That's going to look like uh, it's Uggs in the 90s with, like, a flower patch on it. Can you imagine? That would be awful. Awful. I'm imagining it. It's not good. <sighs> I'm imagining, like, a daisy, like a bright pink daisy. Yeah. So, you know, we bought our kids, ironically, <laughs> for the photo shoot. Did you buy them Uggs? No, I bought kids. Oh, kids. Oh, Remember I thought you said, you know, shoot? we bought our kids. No, 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 no. Okay, yes. Remember when I bought kids for our photo shoot? Yeah. I bought, like, the plain white. Yes. Like, classic tan kids. Soul, classic yes. kids. Yes, yes, yes. I've been wearing them every single day. You know what's funny? And Chelsea I have no goes, shame. Chelsea was like, I bought kids for the photo shoot. I was like, I own kids, bitch, and mine are scuffed. But yours were cool. <laughs> yours know. were not, like, I bought, like, the... 90s kids yours looked like converse kids they're the same kids no they weren't yeah they are yours have a rubber toe right no oh how did i miss that i don't know oh, okay kids are kids you're thinking converse yeah they have the rubber toe oh okay. i'm not cool enough for that no i, don't I have feel like that's either. very josh like, has converse emo, josh has cool boy. shoes is josh a skater boy <laughs> he's he a skater boy and since see you later, later boy. boy that's early odds but it's all good um, so I just feel like I have to give Steve Madden and all that because I would love to pretend I wouldn't wear them. But you would. <laughs> I would. That's fine. Agree to disagree. When you're right, you're right. When, when you're, you're right, wrong, you're, right. you're wrong. Okay, you. well, we are going to talk, we're going to do kind of a similar episode to what we did for the Are You Afraid of the Dark, but this time with Unsolved Mysteries. But before we jump into that, I think we should take a quick break. Okay, let's do it. All right. Quick break. We'll be right back. Let's take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. 
take it back to the 90s. Am I back? Thoughts for your thoughts. Guys. All right. Unsolved mysteries it is. Okay. Um, so Jill and I approached this just being like, go watch one. Tell me about it. And we'll see what comes up in conversation. So do you want to start and go off of the one you had me watch when we got here yes okay so i didn't watch an entire episode but i, I kind of jumped around too okay so, so cool. this is what i did so okay. full disclosure i was like because i remember so many of them but i also forget a lot of them there was one that definitely stuck with me but i also wanted to see like were there any that were solved that were especially creepy were yeah. there any super creepy ones so i did a lot of like online research but before we dive into the one that sticks out to me the most that I just made you watch. Okay. I have some fun facts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear them? Of course I do. Here we go. All right. So, originally, so Unsolved Mysteries, as you guys know, it was to profile real-life mysteries, and they had reenactments of unsolved crimes, missing persons cases, conspiracy theories, and, like, unexplained paranormal yeah. activity, which, for some people, was their favorite. So, Adam, my husband. The unexplained paranormal. Yeah, like the paranormal okay. activity. That was Adam's favorite. I and was then, af- what do you think mine was? Yours is going to definitely be like Unsolved Murders. A hondo P. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. So what when, was yours? When Netflix, um, God, I, I don't think that I had a favorite. The paranormal activity ones were my least favorite. But I didn't have like a favorite. And when they did the, um, the reboot earlier this year yeah. on Netflix... Adam was disappointed that they didn't have a lot of like paranormal activity ones. I loved the ones they had. So I, I guess haven't like it. you haven't? I know, I know. Oh my god. Um so I guess maybe if I'm thinking about it like unsolved crimes was probably my favorite. Okay. So moving on, cold cases. Yes, cold cases exactly. So this the pilot of what would eventually become Unsolved Mysteries was a special that aired in 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Well, I more. started. I couldn't get through it because... Because it wasn't Robert Stack? Is that why? Well, that and it was just bad. <laughs> like, it's... They hadn't... They didn't have a format yet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it was just all over the was place. kind of all over the place? Yeah. Okay. So, during that season throughout 87 to 88... There were a total of seven specials, one hosted by Raymond Burr, and then two hosted by Carl Madden, and then the final four by our boy, Robert Stack. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Robert Stack. He is, if you think of Unsolved Mysteries, that's who you think of. His voice and his whole, like, aura. And the way he says it. Oh, my God. Walking slowly towards the camera. Like, out of the mist. He's always coming out of, like, the the mist. mist. You're right. (laughs) In an alley somewhere, and he's like... The chupacabra. They I'm never just... saw him ever again. Oh, God, he's so creepy. And what? Do you think that they put makeup on to make his under eye shadows even darker yes. and more sinister looking? They must have. Like, they did the opposite of what most people would do. They're like, you know what? Let's deplete him of all lightness and brightness. He had no light or bright. But also, it was a 90s camera work. Not great. That's true. Ex- I don't know. I we mean, didn't have ring lights and all that jazz But they also then. didn't have HD, which should have worked in his favor. You're right. I know. What are you going to do? Buddy. If you're listening. He's not. He's dead. I know he's dead. So in 1988, 
they started showing the program on NBC Weekly. And then um, after, like, the 93-94 season, ratings started dropping. And then, so it aired on NBC. It also eventually aired on Lifetime, I think. Yes, that is where I watched it. Me, too. Okay. Of all channels. Do you remember back in the 90s, it was Lifetime television for, for women. women. What You're even? You're not allowed to say that anymore. Ugh. I just can't. <laughs> but then the shows, I think, like, the funny thing about that is they're, like, television for women, and then they had all these Lifetime original movies that are about, like, women getting brutally always, raped and, always. like, by like, their ex-husbands and like, stuff. Why like, why is this? Why is this Why tele- is this the show? Why is this television for women? By the way, we used to watch those, and I've told you this story. Um, we used to watch Lifetime movies. Like, my oh, mom always had Lifetime. Yes. You know where I'm is, going um, with this. Yes. Christina, come home. Yes. So we had... I was going to say Gabby come home, but it's your she's sister. She's the one that came yeah, up with okay. it. So <laughs> we had a 13-inch television in the kitchen, and my mom almost always had it on Lifetime or some other channel. And, uh, you know, geared toward soap operas Television and kind of thing. for women. Television for women. And one time, there's some movie playing. And either Susan or I said, what movie is this? And Gabby, who at that time was probably nine, goes, oh, this is Christina Come Home. And we were like, oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. That sounds like a Lifetime film. It was not. Gabby just made that up. And she's like, I don't know what this movie's called. I just walked in when you did. So that's become a running joke in our house. We're like, oh, is it Christina Come Home? I love it. I know. I love it. So anyway, the show eventually, like, you know, they stopped... It stopped airing new, new, new shows, I think, in uh, 20, 2002 was when it was canceled by Lifetime. And then Dennis Farina revived it He as the host on Spike TV. Oh, 2008 wow. 2008 until 2010. Here is my favorite fun fact. Okay. In 1992, Unsolved Mysteries filmed in Texas, mm-hmm. and they cast Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, to all play right. a murder victim. This oh was one of his earliest God. on-screen roles. Can you? Even? I no, nope. <laughs> all I think of him now, though, are those stupid fucking car yeah. commercials. Is it Cadillac? He's, I don't know. I don't know. Or that's, Lincoln. That's it's gonna, Lincoln. It's Lincoln. I think. Yeah. Like, um, and he's like, I'm out for a drive. I yeah. cannot. I cannot. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. <laughs> and... But yeah, his big screen. Well, I guess his small screen debut was Unsolved Mysteries. Matthew McConaughey, if you're listening. We know you are. What is the deal (laughs) with the Lincoln commercials? Do you need a paycheck? Do you want to come on our pod? We will pay you nothing. But we'll give you college credits. We will. Just let us know. We'll we'll fill out your paperwork for Mm -hmm. your internship. No problem. So anyway, those are my fun facts. Those are. Obviously, everyone knows Robert Stack. Of course. We love him. R.I.P. He is the face, the sound, the voice of so, all mysteries. Maybe you will have discovered this in your fun facts, but something I found is in one of the episodes, because I jumped all over the place. Okay. And in one of the episodes I was watching, somebody was like emotional on the TV and was like, I'm just glad this is finally getting national attention. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. But you saying it was on NBC, was it like a newscast? Or was I it think like it was a. Kind of, remember America's Most Wanted? Yes, of course. I think that it was kind of like that. Okay, so like a later, like yeah. a nine p.m. showing yes. on a major like network. after it's ten p.m. Do you know where your Do children you know where your children are? are? Because oh I only watched it ever on, on Lifetime. Lifetime, right? And you're like, who's actually watching this? Only nope. me, oh, right? I mean, a lot of people, obviously, but 
you know, women, obviously, because it was on television television for for women. women. But I think in the... In the 80s, um, and before it was on Lifetime, I think it was kind of like an, um, an America's Most Wanted. Okay. Okay. So, that would be my guess. So, I have loads of episodes that are creepy AF, but I'm going to tell you guys about my favorite episode. Do you want to guess what it is? She hinted it two, two episodes ago. Two weeks ago. We'll give you... I'm going to do the Dora Explorer thing. Da, na, na, na. What do you think? Grandma's house. It's the chupacabra. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, I hinted at the. Well, we didn't realize actually. Full disclosure, we weren't planning on doing an unsolved mysteries episode, and then we were like, "Wow, oh this my is God, perfect wow, yeah. for spooky mm-hmm. season." So, the chupacabra episode. This episode was not fully dedicated to this, as you may recall. They're about an hour long when you count commercials. Yeah. And it was like three or four stories per episode. So the Chupacabra episode aired in, I think, 96 maybe? And 95 or 96. The first time I watched it, I was in Puerto Rico with two of my sisters because they were the only two that existed at the time. (laughs) They were the only two that existed. Because Savannah was not yet born. Um, And I remember watching it for the first time in my grandmother's, like I said, I was in my grandmother's home alone with Gabby and Susan. I was 12, I think. And it was dark out. It was nighttime. We were waiting for my grandmother to come home from her job. And I made Gabby sit on the bed by the window because if the chupacabra came through the window, I did not want to be the one that was slain. I wanted nothing of it. I don't I know if it. I made Gabby sit by the window or if she just volunteered because I she's love afraid that of nothing. That is your solution and not maybe we should stop watching this. Listen. You're like, keep watching, but you sit by the window. But here's the thing. If you stop watching it, it's definitely gonna come and haunt you. You have to see it through. Yeah, yeah. The only way out is through. Yes, girl. So the Chupacabra, for those of you who may not have listened a couple weeks ago, it translates to goat sucker. And there the mystery was all of these goats and small animals were dying. In the mountains of Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. in uh, Canovanas, Canovanas, that's what it is, excuse me, in Puerto Rico, not too far from the rainforest down there, the Yunque rainforest, and it was like just a little hole in their body, and they were piercing like vital organs, according to Unsolved Mysteries, but I think my favorite part of this episode and of this story is just how 90s it is. Like, in one segment, there's a guy standing in front of what looks like a photography background, and it looks like your classic 1990s school picture. Oh, yeah. Like, with laser stripes in the back. And then the voiceover, because the The translations, you mean? Yeah. The voiceover translations do not match the actual person's voice at all. No. And that makes me laugh. It does. Right. Like, the woman speaking Spanish is like, and the lady's like, and then we went to the park. And And I'm like, (laughs) clearly I can hear that lady's tone. And you know what else is offensive? By the way, is the fact that. My impression? No. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I was going to say is like when they're doing the, because what they're doing is like, you know, the translation voiceovers. Yeah. And they're doing it with an accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why You're are you right. doing it with yeah, an accent? Yeah, there's no just, need. You know, just say it in your normal voice. 
Um, and also Robert Stack at the beginning when he's introducing this segment of the show, he goes, he's talking about how beautiful the island is and how it's heaven on earth. And he goes, but the chupacabras turned heaven into hell. And I'm like, that Ugh. is so dramatic. The drama. <laughs> but anyway, throughout the episode, like people are like, I didn't believe in this. And then I saw it with my own eyes. And the chupacabra always has three fingers, and at the end of each finger are, like, these massive claws, and they have red glowing eyes and, you know, hairy bodies. They what, were... do you, what do you think, Chelsea, after watching this episode? Um, I'm intrigued, for sure. Um, I think something that is interesting is that all the people who... They essentially did, like, composite sketches of... Yes. Uh, like a criminal or whatever. Except and, it was of this. But except it was of a creature. creature. But they all described the creature semi similarly, despite not having heard other people's encounters or whatever, which I do think is interesting. I mean, it's like what we have here with like Bigfoot and Loch Ness right. Monster in Scotland and all. You know what I mean? It's like that right. legend of like something nobody can explain. I don't, I don't know, but I don't find it, like, frightening. I'm just like, meh, that's a weird urban legend. And it's also interesting that they only attacked, like, the goats yeah. and small animals. It's not like they were attacking people. That's what I mean. So maybe it's just, like, or maybe it's a way uh, a common animal preys mm. on other animals that we don't, like, know about. Like, what if it's a hawk right. or something that pecks, like, a small hole and I don't know. Or or maybe this creature that they're seeing is, like, rabid and the reason why their eyes look like they're glowing is because there are headlights in their faces. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Think about all the red eyes in photographs. Yeah. Especially in the 90s. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's... I mean, not so much anymore. But Also, this... I have been guilty of 100%. Like, okay, I remember seeing, like, a clock... You know, the old school red clocks? Yes. It tur- that's what it turned out to be. But from a distance, I thought it was a creature, and I had almost, like, doubled my vision to see two of them. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then in getting closer, I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's a, a clock. clock. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I mean is that you – I feel like when you're scared, your imagination – starts to go into some sort of mode oh yeah you know i can remember this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about but there was one time i wasn't necessarily scared but i was definitely not in my right mind i was laying in bed i had taken benadryl oh yeah you were not in your right mind no and i woke up in the middle of the night and i swear to god Ryder was floating above me he obviously wasn't but he was it was benadryl it was the Benadryl. Girl, right. I will not take cold medicine for that. <laughs> you know, I'll sit here and drink wine with you, but, like, I do not play with NyQuil or Benadryl. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. Right? Oh, for that reason. Like, I don't need to see Moxie floating above no, me when I, I'm No, when sleeping. Josh and I were engaged once, and I don't even... It was it was a weird thing. I was really sick. Mm-hmm. With a sinusy something something. Sure. He was out with the boys. I took NyQuil and went to sleep. And I woke up <laughs> a couple hours later and I was like, sleep paralysis. Oh. Like I wanted to move and I couldn't well, move my scary. body. Yeah. And it really scared me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm aware, but I can't lift my arm. Yeah, that's freaking. And I wanted to get my phone to call him and make sure he was okay because it was late and I w- he was in trouble. And... <laughs> I couldn't. I wanted to check on him and let him know, 
he was in trouble. Josh, doghouse. You in danger, boy. You in danger, <laughs> baby. You in danger. And I couldn't. So he had no clue he was in danger. And that's the <laughs> last that you time I ever danger. took Nyquil. <laughs> I can't take NyQuil. How am I supposed to call my husband and let him know that he's in the doghouse? Won't take melatonin. Won't take Benadryl. That's hysterical. Do you know that Adam refused to take Benadryl for the longest time? And then right before we got married, he had an awful cold. The week that we were getting married, he had a cold. And I said, you need to get a good night's sleep. And if that means taking a Benadryl so that your body can do what it needs to do to fight this cold, you got to do it. And he's like, no, if I take a Benadryl, I can just see the headlines. Groom dies days before his wedding because of Benadryl. I'm like, no, like, what? Oh, my God. I made him take a Benadryl. Guess what? The next morning he was like, wow, I feel a lot better. He definitely has all my brands of mental illness. Because <laughs> <laughs> you telling me that, I'm like, yeah, I did that the like, night well, before my wedding, yeah. too, but with Xanax. Sounds because about right. I hadn't slept in uh-huh. days, and it's the night before my wedding, mm-hmm. and my mom had a, like, low 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 dose right. prescription and she was like take this and she she said take half yeah which would have been like N- like a point like one extra low sure sure you sure. know what i mean right like nothing right she cut it in half she handed it to me Did and i was it? sitting on her bed sobbing <laughs> going i can't take this i won't wake up oh tomorrow my God. and she was like yes you will and i was like no i've never taken it and i won't wake up and so I ended up not taking it because the anxiety I was having about taking Xanax was worse than the anxiety I was feeling about not sleeping. Not sleeping. I had to. T- I took half an Ambien every night. The I would week never take my an wedding. Ambien. I would be horrified. I'd murder my husband. And- you would. You won't. But here's the trick. You right? might. It happens. No. I read the headlines. You read a headline about someone murdering on their the husband. internet. No. Okay. Maybe they like spent too much money on Amazon, and really, you're gonna or- do that anyway. You're right. <laughs> No, I already did it today. (laughs) Amazon messaged me and was like, you need to add funds to your bank account. Hey, you want me? I'm sorry. (laughs) Excuse me, what? We, um, no, I took half an Ambien the week leading up to my wedding because I showed up to work one day and my friend was like, you didn't sleep. I'm like, I sure didn't. So I took half an Ambien every night leading up until the wedding day. And the trick is... You lay down and then you take it and then you just wait for it to kick in. You don't like take it and then start doing the dishes or like surf the internet. You know what I mean? That's all. And I, I had to take it the night before I had Jack. Okay, but what happens if you take an Ambien and you're all right, writing here's let's hear it. Welcome to my brain. Okay? <laughs> Everyone, this is a new segment called Welcome to Chelsea's Brain. All right? <laughs> So here it is. It's a Wednesday night. I'm like, wow, I haven't slept. I've been real stressed. I'm going to take an Ambien. Take a low dose. What? Yeah. I don't even know. Is it dosed? I don't know. Is it over the counter? I'm not Do you really to get sure. Prescribed? It's definitely not over the counter, but I don't know if it, there's like a standard dosage. Okay. So I'm sleeping remember. in my bed. No, mm-hmm. I'm in my bed. Okay. I take the pill. I'm not surfing the internet. Yeah. I'm not watching TV. You're just waiting to I'm fall just into, waiting. into bliss. I'm waiting to fall into bliss. Mm-hmm. And then my beautiful son cries for me mm-hmm. and I have to get my drugged body mm-hmm. out of bed to go into his room uh-huh what if it kicks in while I'm there and then I'm like night terror and I think he's breaking in the house and I hurt him I don't think that happens with Ambien okay but I how- think what happens with Ambien is like you decide you're gonna like make yourself a meal or you're like you know what I think that 
I should buy these $129 Jenko jeans. What is more dangerous? <laughs> really? That's a great question. But anyway, I mean, hopefully you never have to worry about that. You're, You're a right. pretty good sleeper. Like, yeah. Most of the time I text Chelsea at 10 o'clock at night and she's already asleep. I have been. That is a habit I got into during Corona times. That's a good habit. And I... It, like, I used to stay up late every single night because I felt like I didn't have enough time. Yeah. As in a, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. My kids don't go to bed till like, 8. I right. need to soak in. This alone the, time. Yeah, the alone time. And so I would stay up just, like, watch, not doing anything. Yeah. Watching TV. Yep. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, and then during Corona, when they were home 24-7, <laughs> and I was like, no, I need energy for Actually, tomorrow. what I need is not alone time. What I need is time... To sleep. I started getting in bed like when they got in bed, and now it's my favorite. That's amazing. It's Except for favorite. tonight and every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, and anytime Kate invites us over, but it's fine. It's so fine. anyway, the point I'm trying to make is wow, I yeah, tangent. City. Can't even remember what were we talking about. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Do you want me to do one? I'll lighthearted it up. All right, all right, Chelsea. What else you got? All right. Now that I've talked about the chupacabra. Okay, so I, this is how I approached it. I found Unsolved Mysteries on Crackle, which is apparently an Amazon affiliated link that if you have Amazon Prime, you already have. Oh my God. For free. So. Amazing. I found it on there and I just was like flipping through and reading things that sounded interesting. And if something didn't catch my attention, I was like, meh, next, next. Yeah. So I, I got a lot of half episodes. But anyways, one that I watched that was kind of like a disappointing was the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. So uh, the long yes. and the short of it, and the reason I wanted to watch it is I do, I have a rec- the recovered memories of being in my library at my grade school, which was called Our Lady of Refuge. And, I mean, this is, like, 90s library. We had the Dewey Decimal System for oh, how you God. looked at Remember books car catalogs? and stuff. 100%, of course, mm. I did. Where you had to, like, sign it and then they'd, like, the date on it or whatever. Yes. And I remember seeing a book on the Bermuda Triangle and picking it up and reading and then being, like, planes, ships, boats, whatever. All disappearing. Disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle or whatever, and then they find they have found some of them like sunken in the bottom of the ocean, but they haven't found others or whatever. And all right, 2020, right? I believe everything now because it's 2020. So, literally, everything that could possibly go wrong has and will go wrong, has and will. And it's there was something I saw and it made me laugh out loud because they're like, You want to know what's funny about 2020? Is 2020 has taken like the surprise factor out of or the disbelief whatever that like suspension of disbelief yes. has completely like yoinked it out where yeah. the news reporter could go on and be like all right guys we just found out that like trees can come to life and they want to eat you so you're like, like oh, don't yeah. stand too close to a tree and i sure. would be like okay that sounds about right yeah that sounds about so, 2020 watching something on the bermuda triangle in 2020 i'm like i'm coming at this with fresh eyes <laughs> however <laughs> I still think it's not true. I don't think it exists. I think it's people being stupid in their, like, pilot systems. Because what I was watching... I mean, like, planes haven't disappeared recently in the Bermuda Triangle. Right. Right. Not in the... And so, the one I was watching is they were saying, like, the reason they really believe it is there were these four um, planes that they were, like, essentially like a pilot's license finale. And there's... So, they all fly... 
and they have to like map out a course or whatever and their instructor flies behind them okay, okay? and it was like really foggy and they lost their way uh-huh. and so they had to come down and when they came down they thought they were over the florida keys so they're like oh i see the lands so that's like doot, 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 you know like the yeah, little yeah, island yeah. like the florida okay. keys so they're like oh those are the florida keys so they like radio into the tower and the tower's like okay then you got to go like straight and here and here you know what i mean like gives right. them a, a, essentially a triangle map because ironically. back then they didn't have the technology that yeah. we have today so they're like okay but they weren't over the florida keys they were over like on an island on the Atlantic side. Okay. So if they go the route the pilots told them, they're just sending them out into Further the ocean. Further into the Atlantic. So that's oh. like, it's not really right a conspiracy. It was just... And it's not a phenomenon. It's just... Yeah, it's just that was poor technology and a honest human mistake. Ugh. And well, people sucks. thought... And then they just ran out of and fuel. It, and they lost, you know, and they crashed. And because... The further they went out into the Atlantic, because oh, you don't have, like, the radio so technologies, they lost, like, connection with land, too. So they couldn't even radio in to be like, right. hey, we're here. So it seems like they just disappeared into the mist. And they didn't find the planes for, like, years and years and years, but they did find them. Did they find them out, like, very far out into the Atlantic? Very far. Oh, yeah. okay. And then it was a whole thing of, like... Right. Did they land here or did they slowly erode their mm-hmm. way over there over the course of years or like what happened? I remember watching that episode as a kid. The Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. And I think that that is what... It's an early season. It, it was is. like season I'm, two. I might have watched it as like a rerun. And I remember... I feel like that was the first time I learned about the Bermuda Triangle. I don't yeah. remember details about the episode. But I remember that being a reason why I was like, wow, I'm not getting on any boats. Yeah. No cruises for me. Oh, well, I've And got now as it turns out, not I'm not taking cruises. cruises for a different reason. <laughs> All right, your turn. Tell me. So you're not afraid of the Bermuda Triangle then? I'm oh, gonna... no, I'm not afraid of the Bermuda Triangle. Um, no, but I, I do like paranormal-esque things like that yeah i think i find them interesting you know and i'll always play with the realm of like could it be true sure but this one like shut it down for you right away i was like no it's not true you guys are dumb bummer do you want to hear about a terrible unsolved mysteries episode of course i do place on halloween is it john bunny ramsey no i'm just kidding that was christmas but no oh my god all right. I did Google to see if John Benet Ramsey was an unsolved mysteries case because that was, was it. You know, no, uh, I can't believe they didn't cover it. Maybe right? because they, it got so much coverage otherwise. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we'll go to, ahead. You know what? We'll have to do an episode on John Benet. You Ramsey. know I would. I mean, it has nothing to do with like. I mean, it's it happened not, like, in the nineties. It happened in the nineties. I remember it. We're not a murder podcast, but that's what turned murder that... happened in the nineties. You know what else happened in the nineties? Remember Nancy Kerrigan? Um, and Tanya Harding. Oh my oh god. My god. Uh, Yes. Ugh. That would be a fun... Are the Winter Olympics... No. Next year, when it's the Winter Olympics, we'll do that. Yeah, the Summer Olympics were supposed to happen this year, mm-hmm. and they got pushed to 2021. I hope it happens. Oh, my God. Please, I love the I Olympics. Know. Can I tell you? I'm Tangent City. Yeah, I, I love it. your story. Well, something that was really sad to me about the Olympics this year is, like, my family... Um, talks about how the Olympics are like a marker for you because they mm. only happen every like I remember right 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 
think about your childhood and like remember different phases of watching the I remember Olympics the 96 Olympics. Yeah. The Summer Olympics. They were in Atlanta. I was in Puerto Rico. I remember watching a lot of it. And I also remember there was like the bombing, which was that awful. That was like Carrie Strug year. 96. Yeah. See? The gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. That's. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so it was the, the last one. So 2016 Summer Olympics. Yes. And it was our first time at the Holland House. Oh, with Holland. Right. And she was a baby, like a baby, like a six month old baby. And we were watching the Olympics the whole time. It was just always on the TV. (laughs) And my mom said something along the lines of like, oh, the Olympics are like a marker because whatever. And as soon as she said that, I realized the next time it was the Summer Olympics, Holland would be four. And I like cried right then and there. I was like, oh my God. And then it's not happening this year. And it's just leaving me in this like (laughs) realm of denial. Yep. You're not getting older because it's not another Olympics. Also, another another tangent. Speaking of 2020, I was looking at what I posted on New Year's Eve. Ugh. This year? Yes. So we were um, so joyful, Jillian. I. Wow, you just called me by my full Christian name. I know that you are serious yeah. right now. So my family, Adam and my two boys and I, spent the night at Chelsea's house mm-hmm. on December 31st, 2019. Because we were like, this is going to be awesome. The kids love each other. They'll sleep. We get to party hardy all night. Guess what we did? And we did. did. We watched Forrest Gump. Yep. We rang the new bit, the new here with Lieutenant Dan. We literally started it right at the time that meme told you to. It was yes. like, if you start Forrest Gump at 10.53 p.m. You will ring in the new year. With Lieutenant Dan. And we were like, we're doing it. And we did it. And we did. And I posted to Instagram. I'm like, bring it 2020. Wow. Uh, I mean, what the hell was I thinking? Like, you You know what I'm going to post for 2021? I'm going to be like, please be gentle with my soul. Amen. (laughs) And I think that this should be a PSA that everybody do that. When (laughs) it's probably a fucking full moon on New Year's Eve this year, too, or like Mercury retrograde or something. I don't know. Let's ask Lori. I'm sure she knows. She does know. (laughs) She 100% does know. So, anyway, I hope that 2021 is way better than 2020. All that being said, here's another episode for you. All right. This took place, this issue, or this uh, incident took place on Halloween. Okay. I'm, what a genius you are. Did you look it up? Or did it just happen? It just happened. Wow. I know. Okay. I mean, I could be like, I looked it up, but I didn't. Um, so... This is like a creepy story. All right. I love creepy. Cindy Song, S-O-N-G, was a Korean exchange student, and she was studying at Penn State. On Halloween in 2001, she left a party and headed back to her apartment late at night. She was never seen again. Wow. Investigators determined that she had stopped back at her apartment and had gone back out because her purse was gone. And the fake eyelashes that she had worn earlier in the evening... She ripped them off. ...were left behind. Yes. You know, that classic, oh, yeah. like, these lashes are bothering so, me. Goodbye. Here's where I'm at so far with Cindy's song. Tell she me. came home from a night out. Yeah. She started her period. She needed to go buy tampons, which is why her purse wasn't there. Wow. That is... Did you stretch before that leap? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. 
So a few days later, someone that resembled her was spotted in Philadelphia's Chinatown being forced into a car by an Asian male. She was allegedly crying and screaming the entire time. So the suspicion is that she was kidnapped by sex traffickers. Yeah, I that's exactly what I was I was going to be like sex trafficking yeah, is She hasn't be been real. found. But how awful. And on Halloween night so, guys, this Halloween, you know what, with COVID and with, like, it the being full, a full moon, moon and, like, black candles just, and like, virgins stay and inside. Stay inside. Please don't light any candles if you're a virgin. Like, just leave that to the non-virgins in if your you household. If you need to go buy tampons, too bad. Wait till dawn. Listen, there's, I mean, really, because it's fine. Wow, that's a huge bummer. That is, is a that huge the bummer. End? That's just the end of the that's story? That's it. That's just... All right, you're going to bring us down. I'm going to bring us up. That's apparent. (laughs) Remember fish sticks? That's it. Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) All right, so yeah, that happened on Halloween, so. Well, I love that you found one that happened on Halloween. Okay, I'm going to do Bill Cosby's son. Bill Cosby's son? Yep, was on Unsolved Mysteries, and Unsolved Mysteries solved his case. (gasps) Tell me. Yeah. How do I not remember this? I don't know, but okay. So Bill Cosby's son, Anias, Mm -hmm. was shot to death while he was changing a tire. Wow, I thought you said you were bringing us up. I lied. I have another one, (laughs) but then I was like, this is more interesting. I did not know this about Bill Cosby's son. Me either. His one and only son. (gasps) Okay. Oh my god. In 1997, murdered in 1997, shot to death while he was changing a tire. There was only one eyewitness who described the assailant assailant as a white male wearing a white knit cap, like average build, average height. Okay. Wow, that really narrows it down. I know. (laughs) So everybody believes it to be a random crime because he was like driving a semi nice car. And he was changing a tire, and so they think it was like a robbery gone okay. wrong, okay. essentially. Sure, but sure. they had no leads, none. It's awful. And then at the time this episode aired, they had investigated a couple leads that had led to nowhere, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, like ones that they were really excited about, like hot leads, being like, right. "Okay, this this guy passed it's by. It's gotta be this yep. guy." And but then, then found out it wasn't. That's disappointing. After they aired that episode. Enough tips came in that they were able to get the really? actual murderer. His name was I. This name, it's like Mikhail Markasevich. Sounds Russian. It does, and his his sketch looked Russian. And um, did they figure out why? Was it random? It was random. He That's... was trying to rob him. It was a robbery gone wrong. Oh. And he is. Uh, he went to jail. That's awful. But I think that that's a fun story in the realm that Unsolved Mysteries. It's a solved It was mystery. solved. I see what you mean. So from, it's not fun. It's no, no, just... no, 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 no. But it was something that they aired. Yes. With no leads. And because they got, they followed yes. the tips. Yes. I see That they mean. actually got. And I they, do because of the show, they solved that case. And then I Googled because I wanted to know just for funsies, right? I'm like, when did Bill Cosby start having his, like, sexual allegations? And I wondered if maybe he went crazy, oh, like, after this. Sure, but, sure, no, sure. his first one was from 1969. So he's Great. just a dick all around. So Bill Cosby is just an asshole. Bill Cosby, if you're listening, and I, you better not be, you're a dick. <laughs> um, okay, I have a real chaser for you. Okay, and then I'll, I'll give a chaser, too. 
This is the story of Jim Pearson. So, is this is a lost friend guy? case. What? The staircase guy? <laughs> no! Um, that's um, an unsolved mystery. That is, was that an unsolved mysteries? Wasn't that its own I documentary? Don't think it, no, it was oh, its own God, documentary. Oh, God, girl, it was a 12-part yep. series. That's right. And okay, if you think so I didn't watch them all. You're that's wrong. Right. So this episode aired in '94. Okay, during the war in Vietnam, Mitchell Shigemoto. Served, Shut up! I might have done one of the same. Keep going. So he served in the U.S. Army. So he was bullied and abused because he was Japanese, and there was he had a friend, mm-hmm. a fellow soldier who stood up for him very often, Jim Pearson, and. Um, Shigemoto was shot during a battle with the Viet Cong, and Pearson saved his life. This okay. sounds a lot like Forrest Gump. I yeah, mean, it does. Except, I guess in Forrest Gump, he didn't actually save Bubba's life, so never mind. Um, but he tried. He sure he shit tried. So, um, Shigemoto recovered in a hospital, and then he was sent home. And he never heard from Jim Pearson again. Okay. And he was super bummed about it, of course. So, they air this episode of Unsolved Mysteries because he's looking for his long-lost friend. And guess what? They find <gasps> him. They find him. From uh, a tip? They reunited in Hawaii, where Shigemoto now resides. And he was able to thank Pearson for saving his life. Shut uh, Can you imagine? I love that so much. You're welcome for the chaser. Thank you for that chaser. Such a good outcome, right? From Unsolved Mysteries. Also, that not... was the solved Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. That was like wow. Yes. Wow. And, of, and you know what? I like that Unsolved Mysteries was like you know what? We give them enough mm-hmm. death and sadness and like paranormal activity. Let's make this unsolved mystery just be like, where is the guy Where's that my saved friend? my life? Yeah. And then they find him, and I love that. I, that's a great one. I'm going to go even go lighter. Oh, I thought no. you were going to go darker. Because it's so random. It cracked me up. All right, again, this was when I was on my hunt for John JonBenet Ramsey stories, okay? <laughs> because you were convinced unsolved mysteries must have done they something. They must have done something. They did Because it was an unsolved mystery in the 90s. That's but like true. you said, they must have just gotten enough right. press coverage. Right. Okay. And that was, all right, I might have said this. I don't know. John Benet Ramsey was my gateway drug into true crime true. realm. Um, all right. So on this episode, I one of the episodes I watched, the first little 10-minute segment was on aphrodisiacs. <laughs> I know. Like oysters? Yeah. That's so <laughs> random, right? Okay. Here is a fun fact. Are you ready? Okay. Back in the day, I don't know what day, I didn't write it down. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> Remember last morning? That's what Holland used to always say. For any day. Remember last morning. Yeah. And it didn't, it, she would be like, remember last morning and talk about something that happened six months ago. It's the best. We were like, yeah. Um, she doesn't do it anymore. Sad, sad. Okay. So, back in the day, last morning. <laughs> There was a wine that was made of honey. Okay. That they would give to newlyweds. Are you talking about mead? M-E-A-D? It said wine oh. made of honey. Oh, like, so this is where the, like, honeymoon yeah. comes from. Yes. And they would give it to newlyweds to drink every night of their first month of marriage mm-hmm. to give them energy and stamina. For Sounds their... like they're trying to 
get them to bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. For their sex life, which is why it's called a honeymoon. Okay, I love it. Right? Amazing. Okay, so the person who ran this episode was essentially like a sex doctor. (laughs) And so they were asking her, like, oysters. They say oysters is an aphrodisiac. Is that true? And she said it is true because oysters are super high in zinc which is, like, directly correlated with testosterone. Interesting. It is, like, the highest content of zinc out of all the foods. So oysters wow. is true. However, like, everything else. Wait, this was else, an episode of Unsolved Mysteries? Uh-huh. <laughs> In season wow, nine. Keep, keep it at real light. Yep, real light. <laughs> it was the first segment. And then, okay. Oysters so, are gross, by the way. Have you ever had an oyster? No, because I know I would immediately vomit. Josh I ate one once, them. and I was like, "Wow, why? Wh- like, wow, this is disgusting." Mucus, just like slimy slurp- booger, what? like, oh like let me slurp I that into my. Throat. Why? If you like oysters, can you please explain? You know what? Why don't you just take a zinc pill and just shut up? Yeah, take a zinc pill and go <laughs> fuck your husband. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, just crush it up and swallow it. It'll be fine. fine. Okay. All right. So, this sex doctor is saying oysters. Yes. (laughs) However, she then goes into this tangent, and she has the guy comes on there. This guy with like a who he was really stressed, and he had a really low sex drive, and he was going to his doctor because he was like, I really just like it's bothering me. I want to have more sex. The reenactment. Is he married? Yes. Okay. The reenactment okay. is so spellbinding. <laughs> it will make you want to die. So she tells him that, um, or no, I'm sorry. She doesn't say anything. She's like, oh, you got to reduce your stress or whatever. He goes out into the lobby, and this was, like, my favorite part, okay? Wait, he goes down to the... Are they at a hotel? Why no, is they're he in the lobby? It, doctor's office oh, lobby. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So he's in the doctor's office lobby, and she has chocolates in a dish. Oh, and in the reenactment, he is unwrapping, like, eight chocolates standing <laughs> at this desk and then putting the wrappers back in the chocolate bowl Ew. in the reenactment. And I don't know why it bothered me so much I yeah, made a gross. note. I was like, like why are is, you... That is lazy and gross. Lazy and gross, and also, why are you eating eight of them? Right? Yeah. You take one and you walk out. Right. You don't stand there and eat a whole bunch of them. But oh, apparently wow. that's what he did. And so the receptionist who's checking him out essentially was like, don't eat any more of those. Those are Dr. Watson's love potions. They have like crazy high amounts of aphrodisiacs. Oh, my God. And then he went home and apparently had like amazing sex with his wife. Did he bang his, his wife. wife to death? He banged. No, he didn't bang her to death. But he <laughs> was like, I don't know what to tell you. We had great sex that night. And that then they interviewed like the, the doctor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's yeah. where I'm going. And yeah. the doctor's like, they're just chocolates. I love it. So she's just like, oh, I need to give people a boost. Yep. Wow. And so they're saying yes and no. Like, yeah, it's true that zinc ups your testosterone. But also, I could give you a pill and say this is going to improve your sex drive. And it would improve like, your sex oh, drive. Oh, sure. Just kidding. Right. It's actually a Benadryl. <laughs> Guess what? Benadryl Guess doesn't what? do shit to your Psych. sex drive. It knocks you out. So then, wow, but interesting. it was really interesting. And then at the end of the episode, our boy comes up, walks slowly to the camera and says, reminder, giving an aphrodisiac without consent is against the law. Listen, bitch. They're not called aphrodisiacs. <laughs> they're called they're roofies. roofies. Okay. <laughs> Rohypnol. 
not an aphrodisiac. If someone, if I want to give someone an aphrodisiac, they're gonna know. I'm gonna be like, here's a fucking gross oyster. Here's I'm not gonna oyster. be like, let me slip this pill into your drink without right? you knowing. That makes me so I hard. Words for nineties kids. kids, indeed. I cannot believe that they were like. Oh, let's preface this by saying you shouldn't slip aphrodisiacs into people's drinks. Yep. Fuck you, Unsolved Mysteries. Also, total side note, I just realized Josh has a car air freshener tree hanging in the studio. Wow, too. I did not realize that was the source of the clean vanilla scent yeah. in here. Welcome. Speaking of words for 90s kids, I haven't seen one of those in ages. My husband keeps that industry alive. Good for Do him. Do you want to see? Wow. He Did he order those off of uh, Sure Amazon? fucking did. Did you know if you guys want to get an air freshener, you have to buy 50 of them? <laughs> have one <lunch> on Amazon? <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks, Josh. Has Josh listened to any of these episodes? He's behind. Wow. Well, I know. I guess, you'll hear this, I guess you'll hear this at Christmas. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> They'll be gone by that point. So anyway. All right, your yeah, turn. Yeah, don't slip roofies into people's drinks. That's it made me laugh, though. Fucking illegal. He, like, <laughs> seriously is like, friendly reminder. Don't slip any aphrodisiacs into anybody's drink. It's illegal. Oh. And you'll be persecuted at the full extent oh of the law. Oh, my God. And I was like. Hey, Robert Stack, that's not an aphrodisiac, you dummy. Right. It's called drugs. Roofie. All right. Here is a good one. It's not happy. That's fine. I guess. Um, I guess. Um, so remember when I told you a couple weeks ago that one of my biggest fears was being possessed? Yes, I do. Well, here's a story about a man named Michael Jones. Who got possessed? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So according ahead. to Unsolved Mysteries, he is a magnet for the paranormal. I and believe that there are people like that. You think so? Yes. Ooh. Go on. Well, it hasn't happened to me yet. Me either. We are both, we both just started knocking on wood. <laughs> Simultaneously, I love it. Um, so hopefully that'll never happen to us. Okay, so in 93, when Michael Jones was just five in 1993, I wonder if he's listening to this podcast. Michael Jones, are you listening? Reach out. Workfor90skids at gmail.com. <laughs> he allegedly saw the ghost of his grandfather. Okay. Soon yeah, after sounds that. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Soon after that. He started to see even more ghosts in his home, including a sinister entity he calls the Shadow Man. Mm. I'm going to pause right here. All right. Because my son Jack definitely referred to someone as, like, the Rainbow Man or something like that. No, I lie. Jack didn't refer to him as such. My husband did. Jack drew a man. to what? I'm sorry? In regards to what? A drawing of Jack's. So Jack drew a person. But and called him the Rainbow his Man. Entire body is made of all the colors of a rainbow. This was back when COVID started. Remember, everyone was coloring rainbows like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like the five one eight rainbow. Yes. Ones. Yeah. So Jack was like obsessed with rainbows at sure. that point in time. It was fun. Still kind of is. So he was drawing a person, and their body is a rainbow. Okay, I love it. So Adam calls him the Rainbow Man. So ignore what I just said. Um. Okay. So Michael Jones starts calling this guy the Shadow Man. By the time his case was aired on Unsolved Mysteries back in 2001, this kid had undergone four exorcisms. Yikes. Four. Yikes. Nothing had worked. He was still being haunted at the time that the episode aired. And he has since grown used to the ghost. 
can you even? Was he on the episode? Yeah. Who, Michael Jones? Yeah. Uh, I cannot speak to that one way or another. But he had been exercised four times. Because they come into him? Or he's just he's like... seeing them. Okay, but like, does that make you need an exorcism? Maybe because they thought like there must be some soul or some ghost inhabiting him that is allowing him to see these paranormal these like ghosts yeah maybe his parents were super catholic yeah i okay here's a random but yeah you're right it's not clear whether or not he was possessed or just seeing the ghosts yeah it sounds like he was just seeing them. i'm like if you're seeing them that just is like a... you haven't seen you have not watched the umbrella academy no, I watched the first episode and I didn't care for Listen, it. Listen, all you have frankly. to do is watch the first twenty episodes and then you'll love it. I'm okay, just, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was hooked on the first episode. No, I couldn't. I thought it was. Cheesy. So for those of you who have seen the Umbrella Academy, Klaus, who is my favorite character, I don't know how I forgot his name. Klaus, like oh, you had to Google his name. Yeah, like Santa Claus, Klaus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Klaus, his like superpower is being able to see dead people. Okay. And he is so haunted by that that he is a drug addict because when he's high, yep. he cannot see the ghosts. Yeah. So, I get yeah. that. I can see why Michael Jones on Unsolved Mysteries might be like, I yeah. need to figure out how to stop seeing these ghosts. Yeah. I get no quiet time. Can you imagine not having any quiet time? I, uh,. No, but I have a friend who, and I I feel like I want to say the word claims, but I believe her 100% because she's just, like, so not a liar mm-hmm. at all. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who is, like, I see spirits all the time. Are you, do I know this friend? Yeah. It's. Yes, I know who it is. Um, if you're listening, is that exhausting? It must be exhausting. Yeah. Did it, isn't she the one that was like, I see like a dark spirit behind you right before Josh got sick? Yeah. And she was like, when you need me, you let me know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, I believe that. And I, I believe, believe that's it. exhausting. But maybe she has learned to manage it. Totally. Totally. Um, and then. Guys, is this I, a paranormal? Is this a podcast about the paranormal? Is this a paranormal podcast? It, it might be during spook- spooky season. It is spooky season after all. Okay, so then let me tell you because I. All right, here's my realm of. Par- I'll tell you all my paranormal experiences in one gush because there's not that many. But. <laughs> all right, when I was in high school, I played with the Ouija board. <laughs> I cannot. I mean, the I'm like. To hell. I fully believe it is a portal to hell. Oh, I, my God. I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating. No wonder my mom returned it. No. Jillian, I'm telling you. Okay. Here's what happened. Whose board was it? I bought it. Oh, God. I know. It's since been burned. No, I'm just kidding. Not burned, but thrown out. Yeah. Because scary, scary things. Tell me. My friend and I were really into it. My parents were out. And he came over. And so we had this area in our house that we call, my parents' house, that we would call the pit. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I think it's like an architecture flaw okay. where they had to leave this, like, open space mm-hmm. in the staircases. It's right next. And I don't know. for There's, like, high ceilings and both our spiral staircases or whatever. Okay. So there's a spot in the basement that's probably, like, half the size. It's, like, the size of a closet. Like, okay. a big closet. And it's 
there's no it's it's nothing it's not a door we keep open and you can look at it from the top or whatever interesting and so my friend and I went in there to play Ouija and we're playing Ouija and that my sounds like a terrible idea yeah it was my dog Sasha um at the time was like ran downstairs turned the corner and then like put on the brakes her ears went flopped and then she slowly backed away and ran upstairs and hid under my bed. While you were playing with the Ouija board. Yeah, but we couldn't get it to move. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Like, we were sitting there and we were like, nothing. But and that, that wasn't happened. her style. Like, that's oh, not something God, that Sasha no. would ever do. No. I mean, she was a chicken, but she wouldn't run down there and be like, yikes. And, and then like, for hide. no reason turn around and be like, yeah. peace out, bitches. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that happened. And did you immediately say we're done with this? A hundred percent. And that God. was actually the night we were, I'm like, I'm never playing with this again. This is too scary. And it just gave like an uneasy presence. Yeah. But then there was a time before that my friend Danielle was over and we played it in my room. Like my parents were home. They were doing stuff. We played it in my room. And um, like... I definitely moved it. I feel like she definitely moved it. Like, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like, nothing, right. like, spooky happened while we were playing. But we were laying in bed and just, like, after we were done and, mm. like, very uneasy. And this is something, like, I'll never know if it was just, like, teenagers, like, fucking with each other or if right. this was real. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah, I just and, can't. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. And so we're we're laying in bed and I'm like I can't sleep I'm like I'm so spooked or whatever and she's like me too and I'm like I know I'm gonna sound crazy but I see a man in the corner (laughs) oh my god and Danielle was like what does he look like and I was like he's a really tall white shadow wearing a hat and I really saw it I'm telling you I really saw it but I have a very active imagination okay so I saw it and when I said it to my friend Danielle she pulled the covers over her head and she goes I see the exact same thing and then we literally like cuddled each other until we fell asleep because so scary. either you had a really sweet bonding moment or like you guys were this close something to being from the possessed. depths of yeah, hell. I mean, and now the now they're here in 2020 haunting us so thank you you're welcome wow we did get rid of the board we Good. did and then before we did though because i feel like the internet did exist but it was aol dial-up and we googled <laughs> like how to get rid of demons <laughs> And it was something where it was like, if you don't say goodbye on the Ouija board, it's like, um, it's really bad. Is it like Jumanji where it just stays open forever? Essentially. And so they were like, you have to go on. Did you say goodbye? And say goodbye. So the next morning in the daylight, we took the board out and we're like, we're done playing with you. Goodbye. And then we like, that says goodbye at the bottom. We like moved the cursor over goodbye. And then. Oh my God. Two things. One. What the fuck? Two. Two. What the fuck? Now I understand why. I think I, I mentioned this once before. Like, I had asked my mom for a Ouija board once. Yeah. Not thinking anything of it. And she bought it. And I know she bought it because it was in her walk-in closet. And I was like, oh, this is going to be waiting for me under the tree this Christmas. And then she returned it because she was like, oh, I found out this is, like, not not no, okay. No, it's not okay. No. Like, why was that a thing that was sold? I don't know. It's... And I, I, I feel like I believe in it because the thing is that people have said, like, you could make a Ouija board. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could write on a piece of... It do, it's not, like, the board itself. Right. It's the invitation Ooh. of giving that realm a way to communicate with you. Right. And being like, I want to talk to you. Ugh. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at it right now in Wikipedia. Okay. The Ouija, also known as a spirit board or talking board, is a flat board marked with the letters with the alphabet, the numbers... Zero through nine, the words yes, no, occasionally hello and goodbye, like you said. Mm-hmm. 
Spiritualists believe the dead were able to connect the living and reportedly used a talking board very similar to a modern Ouija board at their camps in Ohio in 1886 to ostensibly enable faster communication with spirits. Okay, but all I want to know is... Ugh! Look! Some Christian denominations have warned against using Ouija boards, holding that they can lead to demonic possession. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Occultists are divided on the issue. Some say it can be a tool for positive transformation. Others say... No, I don't believe that at don't all. Don't do it. Don't Inexperienced do it. users especially should not use it. Um, I wonder if it's still sold. I hope not. Not till it, Not like on Amazon, right? Yeah. Ouija board. Let's see. I don't even want to look this up on my phone. You'll be fine, I promise. <laughs> okay. So... Moving on. Do you want to hear another paranormal-esque thing? Hell yeah, I do. And then I've got one more, like, kind of boring one, and then we can wrap it up. I love it. Okay. Audrey Santo. The Santo family lived in Worcester, Massachusetts. And their young daughter, Audrey, fell into their pool, and she almost drowned. Mass is haunted. We've decided this. We have. Massachusetts, listen. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. Yeah, 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 yeah. The spirit of America is haunted. Yes, she is. (laughs) I mean, think about how we started America. I know. Not on good terms. During Indigenous Peoples Week. Yes. So, okay. So their daughter fell into their pool. She almost drowned. She was saved, but she had really awful brain damage. And it left her essentially brain dead, according to the story. But, apparently... Her story took an unusual turn because religious objects in the family's home started to excrete oil. Okay. So the Santos are devout Catholics. They believe that she was blessed with supernatural powers. And they claim that the oil had healing properties. There's no proof that the events in the home were in stage for publicity. But that hasn't stopped the religiously devout from turning to their home into a pilgrimage spot. Audrey Santos passed away at in 2007 at the age of 23. And many have petitioned the church to canonize her as a saint. Oh, wow. Which is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. I'm surprised. Because is it... I'm like trying to remember my Catholic roots of what allows you to be canonized as a saint. Excuse me. It's not Santos. It's Santo. Santo. Which actually... Means saint, right? basically saint in Spanish. So she's often referred to as Little Audrey. Um, yeah. So let's see. She required 24-hour nursing care when she was returned home. Um, and the family contended that she was able, that she was in a state called a kinetic mutism, meaning she was unable to speak and had limited movement, but she was fully alert and awake. She was brain dead. But I think that her family was like, no, these are miracles. Like, there's oil coming out of everything, which seems... Maybe they should have had their home checked. (laughs) And a lot of people claim that while they, when they would visit her and pray for her intercession and that kind of thing, um... That like people experience miracles. Okay, but I that I this is this is where the gray area for me it gets very gray. Okay. I have to get dark to tell you. Because we have to go on with Josh. Okay, Okay? let's hear it. All right. We went over this last two weeks ago. 
My husband almost died. It was a whole thing. So on a Friday night, they gave him a 5% chance to live, and he lived. And then Saturday, we were all, like, very lighthearted because he survived the night. And the doctors essentially told us, like, if, yes, he lived through the night, he's not out of the woods. Right. And they basically were like, if he's alive on Monday, he has a fighting chance. I remember this. Okay. Yes. So then we were like, we just got to get to Monday. So now it's Tuesday. Okay. So mm-hmm. we've all kind of like relaxed. I wouldn't say relaxed because nothing about this season was relaxing. But in comparison to Friday, Oh, you had relaxed. a lot more hope. Yes. yes. We're full of hope. That's a great way. We're like, okay. Monday came and went. He's alive. His stats are improving ever so slightly. I mean, like tiny little clicks were improving nothing major and then tuesday comes and there was a crazy snowstorm coming and i had not been left alone at the hospital the entire time but everybody wanted to go because of the snowstorm oh i'm like go 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 of course so i'm essentially like up there alone but with just his sisters and then a horrible doctor pulls me aside and is like the neck fascia is back and we have to take him back into emergency surgery oh yes it's not good yes. and they he at that point in time we were like back to five percent stats where he was, he was wicked like negative this he was doctor. wicked negative and he was like if it is necrotizing fasciitis he's dead if it's not this surgery is unnecessary and it's not going to be good for his health do you know what I mean? Like, it just was like, it's bad. And I talked you to him. You did not like this doctor I hated I him. This. I fired him at 3 o'clock in the morning that this. night after the surgery. Yeah. But he, then I, when I'm asking him, I'm like, you, I said to him straight up, you don't sound very confident. Is there somebody else here who can perform the surgery? And he was like, no, I'm the best you've got. And I'm like, have you ever done it before? He's like, twice it didn't end well. Wow. Like, these are the things he's telling me is he's about to take my husband into. Right. I remember that. So I panic text everybody. Yes. And I'm like, anybody who can come up here, please come up here. They're rushing Josh into mm-hmm. emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. And I could not believe how quickly people got up there. It was shocking how yeah. quickly so many people got up there. And they had, it's the ICU, so they had a two-person rule for coming in. We were like, we don't give a fuck about your rules. Yeah. Like, everybody's coming in. So we, like, literally formed a prayer circle around him. And mm-hmm. we were, like, praying. And I'm telling you, Jill, like, in that moment... In that moment, I had an out-of-body experience, and I know, like, it wasn't this black and white, but I swear, I'm, like, to the left of me, he dies, and to the right of me, he lives. Like, the destination is not determined in this moment, and I could feel that, like, sliding glass doors is how I've described it, being, like, they're both open right now, and I almost felt like there was, like, a fight for, like, a spiritual fight, and so I feel like I can't denounce the fact that, like... There is another realm of things going on that, like, we don't know about, you know? Right. And so stuff like when you hear stories like that, I feel like you want to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I've experienced it once. Yeah. Just once. Right. But I definitely, you can't take that away from me. Yeah. Like, it was very real. Yeah. You know? Right. No, I know what you mean. It's wild. So I'm like, it could be. It could be. She could have been... It could be. Do I think she was, like, holy and could bless people? No, but do I believe that if people got in her presence and prayed, they felt something, like... Because Liz said that. My, like, lovely... Yes. Um, was she there atheist. that night? She was not there that night, but she walked in the room once when I was, like, deep in prayer yeah. on Josh and swore, like, when she walked in, she was, like, 
sparked yeah and like lit up and she was like positive things are happening like keep praying for your husband because yeah. you are right essentially like changing things right. with oh whatever and that's something she talks about still is being like I remember walking in the room and it was like there was like a beam yeah. like coming through the room into you guys like it was so pure and so whatever and so I'm just like I do think that this stuff happens and so Maybe it's not a, a miracle these people getting around this girl, but maybe they got around her and felt like extreme peace, unexplainable peace and or something. Is it, and is it also not to discount what you experienced? Obviously. Oh God, no! And, and not, I realize that there's a whole realm of yes. like human psychology behind. Well, what well we that's went exactly through, what too. I was going to say. Like, yeah. you know, could it also be like the aphrodisiac chocolate? A hundred percent. And you know what? If that's what it takes for someone to, to give someone like the extra strength they need to get through whatever they're going through, like then take awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah. Right. No, that's. I won't know until I die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And right. that's something that I'm like, I'll speak on it and be like, "This was my experience. Right. I feel like it's possible that this is what happened. Yeah. I'm also very aware that the brain is." an extremely complex organ that is designed to protect us. So that's a really good that, way of putting you know that. what I mean? Yeah. So if my brain right. is trying to protect me by believing that right. there is another realm that right. is protecting me, then that's what happened. And that's my reality. Right. So it's still true. Right. It's just yeah. no, absolutely. <laughs> only true in my mind, you know? <laughs> Anyways, do you want a boring one? Yes. Let's All close right. it out with a boring one, guys. Perfect. <laughs> so the long and short of it is that in 1993, um, a Marine Corps helicopter went down the the one the Blackhawks, the ones okay. that the presidents ride in or whatever. The president, it was Bill Clinton was the president at the time. He was not on board at the time, but it crashed. All four of the crew members died. And this was like a conspiracy theory because... They went through, they found the crash plane and what they do, or helicopter, and what they do in situations like this is they collect all the debris and they bring it into like a bit, like a, a hangar. Right. Essentially. And, and they try together. and reassemble it yeah. and then try and figure out what happened. But um, there was this man, Frank Owens, he's the one who found the, the downed helicopter. And Where did he find it? Like in a field. Okay. He was driving and he oh, wow. saw like okay. a smoke. And then he called the authorities and gotcha, whatever gotcha. and they did the right thing. But he was the first one on the okay. scene essentially. So um, there's something. Yeah. The the JAG report is what it's called when they put it back together and then they tell you how it crashed. So they said they put all the pieces back together and the reason it crashed is because of a failure due to faulty maintenance saying that there was like these roll Yikes. pins that were not connected okay. and that is why it crashed but frank owens the one who found the helicopter is like they did not collect all the pieces and i can prove it because i went back to the site day after day after day after day and i have what all of these pieces so what like the they're fuck? lying and then another person chimed in and said it wouldn't have even left the ground if the roll pins were faulty. Also, it had just been changed like a month ago. So they're saying like <gasps> something is off in this situation. What do they think is off? They don't know. They can't. They have a theory that the pilot was suicidal. This just gave was, me chills. You're like, really? this is a boring one. First, I mean, I, yeah. Oh, how funny. Oh, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> and then the... um. 
Yeah, they were like, it could have been. (laughs) (laughs) She does. (laughs) And so, yeah, they're like, it could have been shot down. The uh, pilot could have been suicidal. And then the conspiracy theory, the crazy one. one They're always just one of those as they're saying that um, who, what government agency, I don't know, CIA, somebody. Like a U.S. government agency? U.S. government agency. And there are files, there's, like, proof that they have investigated this as a possible weapon for trying to use, like, extreme microwave radiation as a weapon. Oh, God. And so the people are saying that it might have been that, that it could have been that, and they won't admit it because it's like this. Because they would have taken down their own... They would have taken down their own thing. Oh, my God. But just being like, they were just trying to see if the radiation worked and they're like yeah that has been something they've trial and errored a few times is to see if they could use microwave radiation as a weapon okay so it's unsolved nobody knows but a, a black hawk black hawk down in the oh, 90s black hawk isn't that the name of a movie yeah but i think that's okay so i got the gist I mean, presumably of it not black about hawk this is just what they call ball. the helicopter that transports the president it doesn't I matter think. what actual helicopter it is they just always well i think it's i think hawk. it's always the same one but it's sense. not like this one isn't like it's always called the black right hawk. right right well that sounds awful and i have a hard time believing that like oh we just messed up the maintenance on this helicopter that could yeah periodically carry the president so I feel like in situations like these, I often go the route of suicidal pilot. Maybe. Over conspiracy wow, theory. Wow, this also makes me never want to fly, so thank you. Oh, my God. I, listen, that is why I have to take a Xanny to get on a plane. Because I'm like, <laughs> if this pilot Oh, so now you take Xanax, well, but you did it before your wedding? Oh, no, now I take it to fly, yes. <laughs> oh, no, now I've got no problem with the Xanax. But, but back then, you were like, if I take half a Xanax, I will surely I will die. surely die. <laughs> no. Guys, no, only Uns- to fly. Unsolved Mysteries worked for 90s kids, also works for today. Yeah, except I'm real life. All right, so here's a fun thing I think kind of directly correlates with our last conversation on fears. I, uh, I watched Unsolved Mysteries all the time, and it just gave me new things to worry about. Perfect. I love it. You know? Yes. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I've never considered that shit. <laughs> Something else to add to my list of anxieties. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. This was fun. This was fun. Oh, my I God. You... I see you have so many more. I love you. You're oh, so Oh, well, cute. I just, you know, I, I pulled out all the... All the stuff. All the crazy ones. And then picked out my faves. Cool. Well, we'll see you guys in just a few days with our bonus Halloween ep. Can't, Can't wait. wait. Happy spooky season, everyone. Love, love, love. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats, I had Hey Arnold, I was playing my Game Boy. It worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me. Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price. Maybe see a fight night, crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out. And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house. Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out. And yo, with magic, it's a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal. 
Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate Know there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nigga at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64, son, you are not beating me. That's where you cast gonna find me. Remember when you had to dial 1 800 collect to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy house parties in the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster, making mixtapes that you got for your crush or You know, getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers cause she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey yo, yo, you remember Pogs? What the heck were Pogs? Take it back to the I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember it had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Let's take it back to the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action That's figures. But... Gonna find me. Oh man, Garbage Pail Kids. You remember the Garbage Pail Kids? Back to the 90s. I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, That's listen. Listen. We talking sitcoms, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, over, over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. That's where you cast going. I mean movies, and then you got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. You know, as a kid, that you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me. But whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? The, the, the talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I need it because I'm going to record, record my demo. Gonna find me. 